An inmate at the Virginia Department of Corrections, Red Onion State Prison. To accept this call, press zero. My name is Randall Vaughn. I'm currently serving 1,214 years for capital murder in Wallace Ridge State Prison in Bingstow Gap, Virginia. This is my podcast, Red Onion Rand. Today, I'm going to talk about my health situation uh, and give a little bit of an update on that. As people who have listened to my podcast from the beginning, it knows, you know, I have a tumor in my right tibia. And uh, it first popped up in 2017 and uh, when I was at Red Onion. And it took me two years um, of going back and forth and dealing with medical and writing it up and getting people to write in and complain and call Richmond and Red Onion and so on and so forth. In January of 2019, I was finally sent down to VCU. And, uh, you know, they transferred me to Sussex 1. And uh, I was placed in solitary confinement. And uh, I lost my TV. I lost all my commissary. I lost all my privileges. I was stripped back to just basic seg, um, even though I'd been charge-free for 14 years at that time, I believe, um, if my memory's correct. So uh, I go to the hospital. I go to VCU, um, which is uh, the initials for Virginia Commonwealth University Hospital. I go there and I'm talking to the doctor and uh, he uh, he just basically runs his finger down my leg. He kind of, you know, probes at the tumor and everything. And, uh, you know, he asked me a couple of questions and I answer him. Then he x-rays me again for what feels like the hundredth time. I'm getting tired of having my leg x-rayed. <laughs> Y'all have no idea how tired I am of having my damn leg x-rayed. That seems like that's all anybody wants to do is x-ray it, x-ray it, x-ray it. Put radiation into the tumor. Just keep putting more and more and more radiation into the tumor. And that's all they want to do. They don't want to cut it open. They don't want to biopsy it. Hence, the doctor at that time, he did not biopsy it. After he did the x-rays, he says, oh, I'm going to schedule you for a CT scan. I'm like, doc, man, look, dude, like, I need the biopsy. I'm sitting here for the biopsy. And I point it to the computer that's sitting right beside it. It's got a list of every inmate in the Virginia Department of Corrections who was going to be visiting VCU that day. And it had my name right there at the top, and it said biopsy. Like, that's what I was sent there for. But he didn't. He told the officers, man, go on and take him back to prison. I'm going to schedule a CT scan for two weeks. I never got the CT scan. I sat in the hole for four months before that doctor called the prison and told them, oh, well, I was able to determine from the x-rays that it's nothing but a hemangioma. A hemangioma is nothing more than the blood vessels. They just tie themselves in a knot like a little kitty playing with string. And the blood backs up and it can't get past it. And it just kind of swells it up and that's what creates the tumor. You know, it's painful, blah, blah, blah. So I'm having the doctor at Sussex One explain this to me at like 4.30 in the afternoon. These people leave at 3 o'clock on the dot every single day. They do not stay overtime. Yet this dude is here at 4.30 in the afternoon. So I talk to him. He explains it to me and everything. And, you know, I keep trying to ask, like, man, you cannot tell what a tumor is from looking at a picture of an x-ray. Like, I'm some dumb. I'm not plumb dumb. 
oh, no, we, we can tell technology now. Man, technology, my ass, bro, you can't do this. And so he got mad at me, and he gave the signal to the uh, to the lieutenant who was there and to, to get me out the officer. The lieutenant takes me back to my cell. And I can either comply or just come out the handcuffs and, and throw everything I've worked so hard for away. And uh, so I, I go on back to the cell. Maybe 30 minutes later, they're getting ready to count. And they shut down all movement at count time. Property comes over and packs me up. And within a couple of hours, I'm on the bus back to Red Onion. I never got a chance to grieve it. I never got a chance to to speak to somebody uh, over the doctor's head. or anything. I never got none of that. They told me it's an amangioma and packed me up within within moments of one another and sent me back to Red Onion. So when I get back to Red Onion... They refused. They were like, look, we already sent you to the hospital once. We're not sending you nowhere else because I was asking for a second opinion. I never got it. So long story short, I get transferred October 13th from Red Onion up to Wallens Ridge, which is Red Onion's sister prison. It's another level five supermax. Now I'm up here, um, and uh, you got Dr. Smith. He, uh, he goes through my medical file and everything, and he's like, man, I am really concerned. When I first see him, um, just a little background, whenever you get transferred uh, from one prison to the next prison, no matter what that transfer is for, the doctor there or the nurse practitioner has to come speak to you, or they, you have to go speak to them. But one, of the way, one, one way or the other, you're going to speak to the, uh, to the doctor. So when he done that for me, I was in the office, and uh, he was like, man, I am really, really, really concerned about the erosions in your bone. I'm going to send you for an MRI. I'm like, Doc, man, I don't, I, I, I'm tired of dealing with it, man. I don't want to go. He says, nah, he says, look, man, like, I really, I'm, real, I'm, going to, I'm going to schedule this for you. And I'm like, Doc, man, I've had multiple MRIs with die, without die. I've had x-ray after freaking x-ray after x-ray. You can look in the file right there. It's got it all listed. He says, I know. He says, man, but I'm really, really concerned about the erosions in your bone. All right, fine, Doc. So November the 30th. I go out to a Ballard Health and I get another MRI. So when that comes back, he says, look, man, I'm going to schedule you for a biopsy. And I tell him straight up, look, I'm not going to Sussex One again. I've already been through that. I've already done that. Find me, find me an oncologist somewhere up in this area. And then, you know, we can do the biopsy and so on and so forth. Well, they told me, and, and they've been telling me this for years at Red Onion, too. Well, there, there are no oncologists in this area. But yet... I have somebody go online, because I don't have access to the Internet, of course, but I have somebody go online, and they found, like, five oncologists who can do a bone biopsy in this area. But the Department of Corrections, they don't want to pay them for some reason. I don't know. Um, but uh, so last Thursday, I mean, excuse me, last Wednesday, property comes over to pack me up. I'm talking to them, and I tell them, I ask them, I mean, hey, is my property coming with me, or is it staying up here? They tell me, your property's staying up here. We're not sending it with you. Now, that told me when I asked them that, that they're just going to drive me down to VCU, do the biopsy, and then drive me right back up here. I'm not going to Sussex One. I'm not getting stuck down here. I'm not going to be placed in the hole because Sussex One does not have a single-cell pod. I'm a single-cell. You cannot put me in the cell with someone. I've been in the cell by myself going on 17 years. April 28th of next month, of 2023, will be 17 years that I've been charged free. 
that I haven't had a celly or any of that stuff. So I can't, I, you cannot put me in a cell with someone. So when I go down there, they're going to put me in a hole. I'm going to lose my TV. I'm going to lose my commissary. I'm going to lose all my privileges. I'm not going to have access to the phone. I'm not going to have access to the kiosk. I'm not going to have nothing. I'm not going to have anything. So basically, once again, I'm going to get sent down there and get punished for being sick. But that's how I'm jumping ahead of the story. So I'm thinking, okay, this is good. This is what I want. I just want to be driven down there, have the biopsy, and then be driven right back up here. So every time somebody gets transferred to Sussex One, VCU Medical Run, a transfer, whatever, the bus always leaves Red Onion and Wallens Ridge at 1 a.m. in the morning. They don't come get me at 1 a.m. They don't come and get me until 8 a.m. the next morning on Thursday. So I go over there, and you got a whole bunch of other guys over there also. They got them pressed up against the wall with COs leaning on them, on their elbows and everything. And I'm like, man, something wrong here. So when they take me into the room, and they start to strip me naked and everything so they can change me out into transportation clothes, you know, and that's just to make sure that you don't have, like, a homemade handcuff key or razor blade or something stashed in your uh, your waistband or, or whatever that you can, you know, use to escape or something. So I'm standing there talking to the guys and everything while I'm getting undressed. The transportation officer, I'm like, yo, look, man, what hospital am I going to? Because it's 8 a.m. in the morning. I'm thinking maybe I'm going to a local hospital. I'm hoping I'm going to a local hospital. Then they tell me, no, nah, you're going to VCU. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, bro. If we're going to VCU, that means we're just driving straight down there and driving straight back because my property ain't going with me. Why didn't we leave at 1 a.m. last night? He said, no. Nah. He said, wow, you're getting transferred to bus six. Well, like, you've got multiple appointments. Like, we've seen your paperwork when we filed transportation orders and all that stuff. Like, you're going to be down there for months on end. Like, man, I'm not going. I refuse. Uh, we don't know if you can do that. Well, bro, it's my damn body, man. I, I'm, I, we, I refuse. Like, transportation officers were actually pretty cool. They told, you know, they went and uh, talked to uh, Sergeant uh, Woods from a previous episode. And uh, he actually went and uh, talked to whoever and found out, yeah, you know what, I have a right to refuse. So that's what I did. And, I, you know, as I was leaving, I was like, look, man, y'all please get my property. So the property officers, I mean, um, excuse me, the transportation officers, I mean, they went and got my property, and they brought it back like 30 minutes later. So at least I didn't lose anything or, or so on and so forth. Um, so the assistant warden come the very next day on a Friday, and he, uh, he comes up to the door, and he's like, man, let me talk to you. And I was like, all right, well, be a man, bro. Pop the door, and let's talk face-to-face, eye-to-eye. So he pops the door. And uh, we stand there, we talk, we have a conversation, and I explain to him, like, I'm not going there, man. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to go down there. I don't want to go down there. I'm not, I'm tired of being punished for stuff I don't do. And he's like, I understand that, you know what I'm saying? He tried to convince me to go. I'm like, I'm not going, man. So uh, he finally leaves. About an hour and a half after that, they call me over to medical, and Nurse Collins speaks to me and she tells me, hey, look, VCU called up here and wanted to know why you canceled your appointments. So I talked to her for 45 minutes. I explained everything. Y'all are going to take me down there. Y'all are going to put me in a hole. And the only thing VCU is going to do is x-ray it again or MRI it again. And they're not going to do the biopsy. They're not going to treat me because their doctor was wrong. Their original doctor was supposed to biopsy me, and he didn't. He made a call that he never should have made. 
and said it was an emangioma. And I don't know if it was just incompetence. I don't know if he just hated me for some reason. I don't, I don't, I don't know why this dude decided that he could all of a sudden determine a man's illness from a picture of an extra. And VCU knows this. These people aren't stupid. They know this. They know when they biopsy me, and they co- it comes back as anything other than a hemangioma. If it's anything other than a hemangioma, I'm going to sue these people. Like, it's over with. I'm going to sue the hell out of these people because it was clear medical malpractice. So I'm explaining all this to them. I'm like, why all of a sudden do they care? It's like, well, you know, I'm just, you know, I understand. I get it. You're just doing your job. And uh, so I come back to the building, and uh, Tuesday, Dr. Smith comes over here with the registered nurse, and they pull me into the office. And he sit down, and he's talking to me. And he starts telling me stuff that no one has ever told me before concerning my medical issues. He tells me, he says, look, man, he says, your leg is a whole lot worse than you know. Like, this man was getting emotional. He sat there and told me, he says, look, man, please. He says, man, reschedule it, go down there and get the biopsy. Like, it's, it's, this is nothing to play with. He says, look, he says, if you don't, if you refuse, he says, I'm going to go out to my car. I'm going to smuggle my cell phone in here, and I'm going to bring it to you so that you can go ahead and make your funeral arrangements because this is going to kill you. So I'm looking at this dude, and like, like I said, I mean, he's getting emotional. Like, I mean, he's not, he's not crying or anything, but like, it's, it's upsetting to him. So, I, you know, while I'm sitting here listening to him, and he says... He's been an ER doctor, an emergency room doctor, for 33 years. He says he's seen this before. What he believes it is, he says he can't tell for 100% sure unless there's a biopsy done, but he believes that it's something called osteomyelitis. And he says if it's not treated, it's going to kill you, and it's a pretty gruesome death. It's not an easy way to go. He says, but the thing is, it is treatable. If you treat it, it's, you have a very high rate of living, of, of being cured of it, of overcoming it. So I'm, I'm thinking about Nicole, the woman I'm in love with now and I hope to marry someday. I'm thinking about my friends, um, Michael 1 and Michael 2. I'm thinking about Pauline Julien and Ava. and I'm thinking about Charlotte and my little piglet. I'm thinking about Auntie and little Lydia and Felix. And I'm thinking about John and Drew and... Josh, I mean, so many people, I can't even name, name them all. I'm sitting here thinking about them, and, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be in incommunicado for a couple of months. I'm not going to be able to record episodes for the podcast down there. I'm not going to be able to get access to the kiosk. I'm not going to be able to keep in touch with people. I'm not going to be, and, like, and, and the podcast is, is at the point where it's really starting to grow. Um, I mean, there's so many things I'm working on. It's just that's going to get put on the back burner. And, you know, I, I'm sitting there thinking about all this, and I'm like, you know what, man? What would they think if I refuse? What would they think? How would they feel if I don't treat this, if I don't go and find out what it really is, 100% sure what it is, and, you know, I take care of it? You have one minute remaining. How would they feel if I died from this? So I made the decision to go ahead and reschedule it, so... I'm going to go down to Sussex One. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to deal with it for however long I'm down there. And uh, 
I'm going to get the biopsy. And uh, if they try to do anything other than the biopsy, I'm going to show my ass and show them a side of me that they don't want to see. Because I'm going to cuss them, slam up one side and down another. I'm not going to do nothing stupid. I'm not going to get violent. But I am going to get verbally abusive. Anyway, that's what I'm dealing with at the moment. I hope you enjoyed listening to me today. Don't forget to check out my website at redonionrandy.com. I'm on Twitter at redonionrandy. And for those in the U.S. who would like to call and leave me a question or a comment, dial 1-888-524-1932. For all international calls outside of the U.S., just put a plus in front of the one, and it's the same number. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Stay safe. Thank you for using GTL.